Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do great work. And you can find out more and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including guests William Yateman. He is a senior legal fellow with the Pacific Legal Foundation. We'll be talking about, uh, well, Biden's State of the Union address, as well as uh, the indebtedness and uh, how that deal is going to work out. We'll also visit with Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston and space architecture and author of many books. His latest, Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design. It is February the 10th and on this day in 1763, the Seven Years' War, a global conflict known in America as the French and Indian War, ended with the signing of the Treaty of Paris by France, Great Britain, and Spain. In early 1750s, France's expansion of the Ohio River Valley repeatedly brought the country into armed conflict with the British colonies. In 1756, the British formally declared war against France. In the first year of the war, British suffered a series of defeats at the hands of the French and their broad network of Native American alliances. However, in 1757, British Prime Minister William Pitt, the older, recognized the potential of imperial expansion that would come out of victory against the French and borrowed heavily to fund the expanded war effort. Pitt financed Prussia's struggle against France and her allies in Europe and reimbursed the colonies for the raising of armies in North America. By 1760, the French had expelled from, uh, been expelled from Canada, and by 1763, all of France's allies in Europe had either made a separate peace with Prussia or had been defeated. <clears throat> in addition, Spanish attempts to aid France in the Americas had failed, and France had suffered defeats against British forces in India. The Seven Years' War ended by the signing of the treaties of Hubertusburg and uh, Paris, in February 1763, in the Treaty of Paris, France lost all claims to Canada and gave Louisiana to Spain, while uh, British received uh, Spanish Florida, Upper Canada, and various French holdings overseas. The treaty ensured the colonial and maritime supremacy of Britain and the strength of the uh, 13 American colonies by removing their European rivals to the north and the south. Fifteen years later, uh, French uh, bitterness over the loss of most of the colonial empire contributed to their intervention to the American Revolution on the side of the Patriots. French and Indian War. Well, uh, composer Burke Bacharach, known for his dozens of uh, pop hits, including I Say a Little Prayer uh, and Do You Know the Way to San Jose, died at the age of 94. He passed away Wednesday from natural causes at his home in Los Angeles. Uh, musicians who work with Backrack include uh, Dion Warwick, Aretha Franklin, and Dusty Springfield. His songs have been covered by music legends such as Elvis Presley and the Beatles and Frank Sinatra. An eight-time Grammy winner and a three-time Oscar winner, his film themes include those of Butch Cassidy and the Sun Can't Dance Kid and Arthur. Of course, you've uh, heard his song, What's New Pussycat and Casino Royale, uh, from the James Bond uh, movies. 
Anyhow, uh, Burke Rackrack uh, dead at the age of 94. Well, interest in President Joe Biden's State of the Union address dwindled Tuesday as the annual event pulled in the second smallest audience in the least in at least 30 years, according to the Wednesday report by the Nielsen Company. The report said that an estimated 27.3 million people tuned in a television network for the president's address, which was down nearly 28 percent from the 38.2 million who watched it last year. Since 1993, the only audience smaller than Tuesday nights was recorded in 2021 when 26.9 million people watched Biden address Congress on April the 28th. So uh, elections have consequences, and of course stolen elections have real consequences as well. Well, House Oversight Committee uh, Republicans on Thursday made a formal request from Hunter Biden to turn over information and records related to his foreign business dealings. Chairman James Comer also sent requests to President Biden's brother, James Biden, and Hunter's business partner, Eric Schwerin, for records as Republicans probe whether members of Biden family leveraged Joe Biden's position as vice president to sell access around the world. If uh, President Biden is compromised by deals with foreign adversaries and they are impacting his decision-making, this is a threat to national security, Comer said in a statement. Surely that seems to be the case and uh, should be fairly easy lifting uh, to get that information. Well, a spokesperson for uh, freshman Senator John Fetterman said Thursday evening that hospital tests showed no signs of new stroke and that he's being held for testing for a seizure with no sign of one detected so far. No diagnosis has been made given yet for the reported lightheadedness that prompted Fetterman's trip to the George Washington University Hospital in northwest Washington. About an hour ago, Senator Fetterman received the results of his MRI. According to John's doctors at the George Washington University Hospital, the results of the MRI, along with the results of all other tests that the doctor ran, rule out a new stroke. John is being monitored with an EEG for signs of seizure. So far, there are no signs of seizure, but he's still being monitored. Our team will continue to provide information as it comes in, and we'll have more updates as we get them. So I'm not sure what's going to happen here. Uh, I think uh, the uh, governor of Pennsylvania will have a decision to make if, in fact, he's considered uh, unable to serve. Uh, I, as I understand it, his wife covets the position if, in fact, he's not able to complete uh, his term. Well, Senator Joe Manchin uh, is reportedly livid with how President Biden has begun implementing the Inflation Reduction Act, the major Democrat Party legislation that was signed into law only after the senator from West Virginia pledged to support it. Even though Manchin uh, pledged support for the bill after months of debate with party members and the uh, president on, on proposed legislation, Politico reported Thursday that he's been raising hell on Capitol Hill over how the Biden administration is rolling it out. In a blistering statement, the lawmaker torched uh, Democrats who view the act as a vehicle to fight climate change rather than an energy-securing measure. He called that perspective bullcrap, or a word similar to that, and accused them of seeking to starve Americans out of energy. He's so right about that. I wonder if he's going to run for president. The word has it that he has a real interest in doing so. Well, the New Jersey town council and mayor of the town have unanimously decided to switch parties 
from Democrat to Republican. The town council of East Hanover, population 11,000, consists of uh, Council President jo- uh, Frank DeMaio, Councilwoman Judy uh, Jandoli, Councilman Brian Brokaw, and uh, Michael Moratelli, along with Mayor Joseph uh, Panulo, a, a Democrat who ousted Republican Mayor uh, William Agnolino in uh, 2007. They will join the Republican Party, that according to the New Jersey Globe, uh, uh, municipal leaders have responsibility to best represent their constituents. It's our belief that this change of party is in the best interest of the community, said Panulo. As the nastiness, rhetoric, and social media vitriol of national politics continues to infiltrate local governance, we collectively determined that this was our best course of action to keep the focus on local issues impacting our community, combating the overburdening and unrealistic uh, fair share housing mandates, keep taxes stable, enhancing our parks, and investing in public safety needs to be our local priorities. Every decision my administration makes is about putting East Hanover first, and this is no different, said the mayor. The five Democrats who reportedly convinced to change parties by Hanover Mayor Ace Gallagher, according to uh, Morris County GOP Chair Laura Marie Alley, the entire Republican Party in Morris County is welcoming Mayor Panulo and the East Hanover's four council members to our family and with open arms and great excitement, Alley said. East Hanover is exceptionally run down with great leadership. It's uh, clear we share the same values as Mayor Panulo and his council, and we have so, uh, are so excited to have them be part of our Republican family. Today's complete party flip of the new uh, Hanover Township Council, a first in New Jersey history, I've never seen this happen in any state actually, is an early signal of the Republicans' growing momentum ahead of the new critical November elections. Uh, Bob Huggin, this uh, chairman of the New Jersey Republican State Committee, celebrated voters over the, uh, that any other uh, official running with D next to their name in our one-party control state is responsible for aiding and abetting the radical Phil Murphy agenda that is driving energy prices up and people out of their homes. Senate uh, Minority Whip Anthony uh, Bucho called the Democrat switch a major win for the Republican Party and shows how out of touch and extreme the Democrat Party has become, adding, we will welcome these well-respected local leaders to our party as we continue to expand uh, uh, our party's reach. <clears throat> so interesting. And finally in this segment, uh, poet Robert Frost penned the line, good fences make good neighbors back in 1914. Together he might have rephrased it to secure national borders make safe citizens. When national borders are undermined, as continued to be the uh, case in the U.S. uh, southern border, illegal immigrants are free to stream into the country. This can cause confusion for for legal citizens. It's it's said before, confusion breeds fear. In the desert ranch lands of southern Arizona, this branch of fear can get people killed. That might be what happened in the case of George Allen Kelly, a 73-year-old rancher accused of shooting and killing an illegal immigrant on his property near the U.S.-Mexico border. The alleged victim, uh, attentively identified as 48-year-old Gabriel Quinn uh, Butamia from a Mexico voter registration found on his body, was no stranger to the U.S. according to the Daily Mail. He'd been deported back to Mexico multiple times, most recently in 2016. Now, here's the thing. He tried to enter 
<clears throat> his property. And he, Kelly's basically said, uh, you can't come on the property. And he ended up shooting, which, by the way, is uh, legal according to the law. Well, uh, now the, I guess, probably a Soros-appointed uh, uh, DA or someone like that has decided to charge him with murder and $1 million bond. It's just unbelievable. This, is, this can't happen in America. But it did. And unfortunately now this guy, 73 years old, can't watch, watch after his wife. He can't raise the million dollars. And GoFundMe won't even allow him to raise money to take care of his legal fees. What's going on? Unbelievable. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, we're going to be visiting uh, with William Yateman. He is a senior legal fellow with the, with the uh, Pacific Legal Foundation. That and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. 
Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by internationalhealthplans.com. If you're planning on traveling abroad, your health plan, your current health plan may not cover international travel. You want to travel with confidence when you're traveling abroad. And you can find out more by visiting internationalhealthplans.com, internationalhealthplans.com. Uh, coming up, we're going to be visiting with Larry uh, Bell. He is a endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture. Right now we have with us William Yateman. He is a senior legal fellow at the Pacific Legal Foundation. William, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on, Bob. Always a pleasure. Tell us about the Pacific Legal Foundation. You, yeah, you bet. We're a legal nonprofit, and we defend Americans from government overreach and abuse. Lots of that going on lately, for sure. So, <laughs> so yeah, certainly it's good for business. So, uh, William, I would just want to start off by getting your thoughts on uh, the uh, State of the Union address. Well, all righty. So it was uh, 73 minutes long, I guess in terms of style. And uh, Biden, I guess per usual, had a subdued delivery. Um, and perhaps that explains why ratings were sharply down. Um, in terms of substance... It was, at least in my opinion, equal parts baseless boasting and demagoguery. Um, so he, he basically took credit for everything that's going well in the world today. Um, he says he created 12 million jobs. He says he solved inflation. He says he cured COVID. Um, and perhaps uh, most absurdly, uh, he claims to have reduced the national debt by trillions of dollars, yeah. um, which, as the Wall Street pointed out, was quite a whopper. Um, and then, uh, alternatively, he blamed bogeymen for everything bad in America. So big oil, big pharma, billionaires, and Trump supporters are evidently uh, at the core of all evils in the world today. Um, so in some, uh, it was uh, uh, very much like a campaign event um, or a campaign kickoff, if you will, for his 2024 uh, re-election effort. Um, which he hasn't announced yet, but was is, is widely believed to in short order. And indeed, in the, the run-up to the State of the Union, it was widely reported that people should take this, uh, or that it is meant by the White House to be a campaign-style kickoff. And that's how it came off. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't terribly impressed. No, no, I wasn't impressed either. Is it my imagination? I mean, he's got a reputation for... Uh for uh, copying other people for plagiarism, but uh, was it my imagination, or w did he uh, plagiarize MAGA? <laughs> he started. <laughs> he, he started. He started saying we got to bring America jobs back to America, and he started co quoting all these kind of MAGA uh, approaches to things. It just. It's, it was just amazing to me. Well, I guess it's also we noted this phenomenon with his inaugural speech. Um, uh, what he says is perhaps not what you get. Um, and, and indeed, what he says is perhaps the opposite of, of what he intends. So uh -huh. um, perhaps that's not unique to Biden as a politician. However, um, I, I, I would argue we saw it again during the State of the Union. You know, William, uh, there's been so much waste in the last five years with regard to uh, the money that's been on unemployment on these BBB uh, uh, programs. Uh, I wonder if you could comment. Well, yeah, this is eye-popping, and perhaps it relates to this discussion we've been having on recent Fridays about um, runaway national debt. But uh, this week, uh, the Labor Department watchdog testified before a House Oversight Committee that there was, in, in the watchdog, uh, watchdog's estimate, 
$191 billion worth of waste, fraud, or abuse in the pandemic-era uh, uh, unemployment benefits program. Now, that's on top of uh, $260 billion worth of waste, fraud, and abuse that we know occurred in other pandemic-era programs, um, in particular the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, so uh, that's a lot of money. I mean, that adds up. That's almost, uh, well, when you add both those totals up, you've almost got one unilateral Biden student debt cancellation policy. I mean, the, uh, um, you know, just hundreds of billions of dollars. And I do think this is good ammunition for um, uh, the efforts that I applaud and back uh, in the congressional GOP caucuses of the House and the Senate to tie the debt ceiling vote to spending cuts. And as uh, you know, when asked what can they cut, um, they they I guess claim uh, rightfully so waste, fraud, and abuse. And I think this is a fairly telling example. And I'll note this as well with, with direct respect to uh, the unemployment insurance program, the one the 191 billion dollars. There were multiple GAO government accountability office reports during the early aughts and the mid aughts telling Congress, please revamp this program, especially in the wake of uh, uh, the first 2009 stimulus. There was a big boost in unemployment benefits. And and after that, there's a lot of waste, although on a much smaller scale than the pandemic era. um, There's all these reports that say, please shore up this program, make it less wasteful. So the next time this happens, this won't happen again. And Congress didn't do anything. And it happened again at this gross scale. So uh, I just think it speaks to the amount of bloat out there that um, can be cut from the federal government, and uh, how salient a uh, political issue this is. Is is, is money uh, recoverable? Uh, if they knew how to track it, I mean, that was the main problem with $191 billion. They were getting the money out the door so fast that there was uh, not only no restrictions, but there was, uh, in essence, uh, no way to verify, no way to track. So the, the sad story is, yes, they're going to claw back uh, a pittance of that, which, you know, given the scale, would add up to a few billion dollars. But, no, I mean, the, alas, that money is out the door, and, uh, you know, much of it actually in international cartel organizations, um, and we, they're not going to be able to get that back. Uh, before I let you go, any thoughts on the uh, way that McCarthy and Biden might proceed with these discussions about uh, the debt ceiling? God willing, Biden comes to the table. So it's still the White House's official position that they're totally above uh, negotiating something like uh, spending cuts or or tethering that to what seems eminently germane, um, uh, that of this debt limit increase. So uh, uh, it is hoped that increasing, you know, we've noted increasing uh, uh, support for this issue among Senate GOP and even some bipartisan support coming from Senator Joe Manchin. So We've got months for this to play out, and it is my hope that uh, due to stories like this week's uh, Labor Department watchdog report of almost $200 billion worth of waste, fraud, and abuse, um, that political pressure will build on Biden to come to the table. And, you know, the national debt, $31.4 trillion. We've exceeded that. And somebody, we, we need adults in the room, and uh, God willing, uh, Biden will, will be one of those adults. It would be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> William Yateman, again, uh, Senior Legal Fellow at the Pacific Legal Foundation. PacificLegal.org is the website. PacificLegal.org. William, always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Thank you so much for having me on, Bob. My pleasure, indeed. All right, we're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the uh, Bob Harden uh, Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. you have questions about your retirement, Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Finish what you started with a Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse, changing lives through exceptional theater experiences. And you can find out more and get tickets by visiting the website gulfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Linda Harden, my wife, extremely knowledgeable things that are going on around the world. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Linda. So we've been watching these hearings together, and it's been kind of a fascinating process. I want to get your thoughts on, well, the one we were watching is the weaponization of the federal government, uh, which is so fascinating right now. What are your thoughts? Well, Jim Jordan is handling it beautifully. Um, The Democrats are melting down because we're having them. Um, I apologize for my voice, by the way. got laryngitis. Um, you know, what What I thought was interesting is not just the weaponization hearings, but the ones with the executives from Twitter from the day before. Mm. That was amazing because um, <clears throat> the Republicans really nailed those people for what they did. And they couldn't, they couldn't escape the truth st- staring them straight in the face. Like this one guy who, who was um, head of Twitter's uh, Truth and in Information. I, I'm not sure what the... Yeah. what the title was. But Marjorie Taylor Greene went after him and said, you censored my campaign, you censored, censored other people's political campaigns, yet you allowed child pornography and pedophilia to Ooh, continue. Well, that was a, just a great exchange. Yeah, right? I mean, it, 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 and he was just like, he, he wanted, you could tell he wanted to disappear, but he couldn't. 
And um, I don't know if you read the quote from Jim Jordan this morning, but he said, Jim, Jim Jordan said, Elon Musk bought a crime scene with Twitter. So there's so much more to come out on that. It's amazing. And, and uh, according to the sources, James Baker, who used to work for the FBI, who then was chief counsel for Twitter, uh, apparently he perjured himself on, on when he was uh, testifying the other day. This week, really? Right. Uh, what, do you recall the nature of what was comments? Yeah. Um, he, uh, they asked him directly if he had ever spoken to the FBI about you know um, censoring and whatever. And he's, first of all, he said, I don't recall... Uh, talking to the FBI on that date, and Jim Jordan buttonholed him and said, "Wait a minute, what about what about the day before? What about the day after?" And then he just he was all flustered, and he says, "Well, um, as I sit here, I cannot recall. I mean, he was he was nailed, yeah, because they've got proof that he 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 talked to the FBI about it." Good things are going to come out of this, and it's about time. Yeah, quite frankly, some people say, well, "Why? Why should we have hearings?" This is by let's let bygones be bygones. I don't think so. I think it's important to uh, for justice, for for uh, we being held accountable. People should be held accountable for past behavior, and the behavior is so atrocious when you think about the collusion between the federal government, the FBI, the uh, uh, Twitter, these social media companies, and how they work together in, in order to, for example, the the Hunter lap, Hunter's laptop. It's just incredible what what they did. I don't understand. I don't know who's saying let bygones be bygones because because um, if you if you allow this to continue, we're living in a police state. Yeah. And 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 allowing um, uh, the Justice Department and ever to to uh, run roughshod over the American people. I mean, the other thing that was brought up by this one guy, Mark, I can't remember his name. He's a, he's a congressman from Louisiana. Um, he brought up the school board uh, issue of what happened in uh, Loudoun County, Virginia, where that one gentleman was, was arrested because he chose to uh, come after the school board not, I mean, he didn't shoot him or anything. He just he demanded accountability for well, what his, happened his to daughter, his daughter. Was, his daughter was attacked. She was uh, phys- uh, physically attacked in the in the girls' room in the school. And and by the way, if you let bygones be bygones, what kind of country do you want to live in to just let this this behavior continue? I know. I, I just don't understand that way of thinking. I don't. Well, it's what's amazing to me is how the Democrats just shrug their shoulders. Oh well, well, you know it's. Well, they don't. They don't. It's because they're. It's you know what, um, Bannon has said this. I don't know how many people have said this, but follow the money and the power because, and the Democrats, more and more of them are being revealed as being uh, their pockets are being lined by either pharmaceutical companies or the big tech or whatever Google whatever. So if they they don't want this to be revealed because then their um their golden parachute will disappear. Yeah. And they want I mean keep in mind Washington DC is run by the pharmaceutical company Big Tech and the media companies. The media is complicit in all of this, which is why it's been able to go on for so long. And the fact that like uh, Sebastian Gorka said yesterday on Bannon's he says, no, you know, there's not going to be any arrest from this, not until we clean out the Justice Department or whatever. But it's important that this information get out and that people know about it. And the more people know about it, the better off we are. 
How about that woman who was a former FBI agent? And a very moving discussion, I thought. But she basically said that the, there's a two-tier system right now in the FBI. There's the uh, the field officers, which do a great job. And then you have the uh, seventh floor, I guess it would be, of the uh, FBI. And how they're uh, basically uh, fixing the game and uh, weaponizing the uh, FBI in terms of the information that's uh, being and, and, and guess And guess, and it wasn't her, but it was somebody else who, who threw... Uh, Robert Mueller under the bus because Ma- Robert Mueller used to be head of the FBI and he he changed it to be weaponized against the American people, so um, all this all this is very very interesting about what's coming out very interesting and again and we've said this a bunch of times how many how many people in elected office are dirty yeah. How many people in the elected office are there for their own well-being and not for the well-being? They're not there because they're going to represent their constituents. They're only out to get rich. And and um, talk about selling your soul. This is these people have sold their souls, and it's 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 absolutely criminal. I mean, just to hear some of those hearings about. I was really disappointed not to change topic about the, what we watched yesterday, but I watched a little bit about. That balloon that went over, um, that Chinese balloon. By the way, it had English writing on it. Yeah, it's <laughs> some something something serious is up here. Something very serious is going on, and um, and that the uh, even with even with our military, with the military uh, people that they had testifying that oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Well, unless you're deaf, dumb, and blind. Yeah. You know it's a big deal, and oh by the way, they can't now they can't find that payload that fell into the, when they shot the balloon down. It went into the Atlantic, and whether they can't or won't, but the they're not being able to find that 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 payload. That's just uh, so disappointing, and and then how Joe Biden can justify the fact that he didn't shoot it down until after it crossed the entire United States made no big deal about it. They didn't find anything. It is a big deal, and uh, that that is a uh, the integrity of our airspace was compromised by this balloon, and he did nothing about it. Until- by the way, by the way, that that person who's sitting in the White House that illegitimate piece of you know what lies with every time he opens his mouth he lied through the entire state of the union he lied through his interview with pbs yesterday where he says oh i talked to gj ping and whatever he hasn't talked to him gj ping won't it won't pick up the phone he hung up on him <laughs> and 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 he he is like um uh jesse waters excuse me said last night on tv uh pbs which is Funded by the by the federal government to the tune of I don't know five hundred billion dollars or whatever, throws Joe Biden these softball questions about, oh well what about this what about that and and Joe Biden looks he looks like a puppet he looks like somebody has got to stick up his back and someone's mouthing the words because there is he barely answered the questions but when he did he lied through his teeth that's so true, Lenny can you stick around yes all right. Uh, by the way, the times are changing, and trends in funeral service is no exception. The traditional somber, formal affair marking one's pa- passing is tra- uh, transitioning into a celebratory event where family and friends can gather more casually in a relaxed setting that incorporates the comforts of home. 
On Sunday, February the 19th, Hodges Life Celebration Center, located at 25051 South Tamiami Trail in Bonita Springs, will be hosting a community open house and reception from 2 to 4 p.m. with a ribbon cutting and champagne toast at 3.15 p.m. The new facility reflects the latest innovation in funeral services by the Hodges brand. It's dynamic. It's a uh, capacity to accommodate both traditional and non-traditional funerals and memorials, said Michelle Matuzak, the funeral director. But we are also eager to extend our facility to the community as a gathering place for those wanting to host a special brunch or a luncheon amongst friends or perhaps a dinner to honor an anniversary or milestone event. We're offering catering, catering services second to none, says Matuzak. And a special guest, by the way, on uh, the 19th, and again, that's Sunday the 19th at 2 to 4 p.m., is Mrs. Thelma Hodges, widow of former Earl Hodges, who passed away in 2013. The two arrived in Naples in 1955 when it was considered a fishing village. She's one of the three founding nurses of NCH, and he's returning veteran for, uh, from the Korean War, making an obligatory stop to visit relatives. Well, they ended up having a planned dinner party, and uh, 55 years later, they were married. <laughs> well, for 55 years, they were married, so that's where they met, and they ended up uh, forming their nuptials in Naples. Uh, this past year, uh, she was honored as NCH uh, Pioneer Nurse. So I uh, hope you'll call and RSVP for the event coming up on the 19th, 366-5333, 366-5333. Okay, we're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the uh, Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Finish what you started with the Hodges University Wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the Wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now I'll play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too.
Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. They get the politics and they know the policy. They prepare elected officials to win in the legislature. And you can find out more by visiting the website, thefga.org, thefga.org. We have with us Linda Harden. Linda, again, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. You're welcome. It's Friday. It is indeed. Friday before Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So who are you picking for the Super Bowl? I'm so glad I don't have any skin in this game. I really don't care. I just want to see a a good game, and I don't want to watch Rihanna um, at halftime. Who, who, by the way, this performer Rihanna um, wrote a uh, F Trump on the side of her vehicle. I mean, the the people in show business disgust me these days. Yeah. So... um, it you know, I just want it to be a good game. Patrick Mahomes looks um, like such a winner, yeah. and the Philadelphia Eagles look amazing too. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is quite a quarterback too, so it should be a great game. I'm I'm hoping as well for a great game. So uh, now this the uh, review of the Nord Stream two pipeline destruction has been reviewed, and apparently it looks like we're the United States is complicit in the destruction of the pipeline. What are your thoughts? I'm, my thoughts are that the mainstream media won't cover it. Nobody's covering it. Zero people are covering it. And and if 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 this is proves to be true, um, that's really scary for for the United States. I mean, Biden is on tape saying that if if Russia invades Ukraine, Nord Stream two will be gone. So let's see, how involved was he in it? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean. To me, I mean, he may as well have just admitted he he did say, you know, we're going to take care of it, and, uh, and so and so did this this woman, Victoria Newland, who who has been had, her, she's bloodthirsty and she's had her hands in Ukraine for a long time. I don't know, she's put on a lot of weight in recent years, but um, aside from that, she and she's the other one who said that Nord Stream two will be um, will disappear. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I don't know who would who would be more angry about this, the Germans um, or whatever. But but Mike Lee said, if this is true, and this is a direct quote from Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee from Utah, he says, if this is true, this could lead to war. Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, if we took out the pipeline, which sa- sounds like we did, that is an act of war, isn't it? Not against a, actually a NATO uh partner in uh, in germany i think so yeah i mean uh i don't know what what we're thinking but it's it's all very sad indeed. well well what we're thinking is 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 that um is the world economic forum has its has its tentacles in um joe biden and they're trying to change the country and take away the life that we that we know. I mean, everything about it. Yeah. And it, it's very very scary what we're going through right now. For people who aren't paying attention, I feel sorry for you because, um, this is the real deal. What's going on? This is scary stuff. It is indeed. By the way, did you read that the the State of the Union? Uh, not to change topic, but it just came to mind uh, that um, uh, Joe Biden's State of the Union was the least watched State of the Union in I don't know how many years. 30 years. Uh, the second least watched 
State of the Union address in 30 years. So, uh, uh, you know, and you can understand why, because he's got nothing to say. I mean... Uh, well, he lied. Yeah. He has a lot to say. It's all lies. Right. And, and, and God bless the people on the, on the right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who people are demonizing. Oh, by the way, it doesn't matter if the left calls uh, uh, Republicans or conservatives deplorables or every other name in the book. I remember when James Carville called Paula Jones trailer trash when she was coming against Bill Clinton. It doesn't matter what the Democrats call the conservatives. They can call, they can attach every ugly name in the book. But when we call um, the president, uh, the illegitimate president of the United States a liar because Mm -hmm. he is, um, I applaud what they did. I applaud what they did. I wish they had done it more. Yeah. Linda, I always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Are we done? We are, unless you've got something else you'd like to add. No, I'm done. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show. All right, coming up, we're going to be uh, visiting with Larry Bell. He is an endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture, author of several books. His latest is Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design. We're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, 
Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on, on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform. You can find out more and download the app by visiting the website choicesocial.us. We have with us Professor Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture and author of many books. His latest, Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design. Professor, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. And Bob, thanks for the pleasure of being here. Thank you, Professor. I want to get your thoughts on the State of the Union address, uh, least watched, I guess, in 30 years, uh, for good reason, I guess. Well, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, there's, there's kind of two issues here. One is the State of the Union, and the other is the address. And uh, I think the State of the Union, we all have an opinion on that when we look out the window and we look at our our bills, and we look at the uh, Chinese spike you know, satellites, or balloons, rather, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we look at the address, it uh, paints a, a very different picture, but uh, I, I wrote an article last Wednesday. I've got another one coming out this morning on Newsmax on, on, on the Soviet uh, Union address, and it's just full of... of false statements. In fact, you know, all these can be fact-checked if, if you look into them, and they're very, very... Uh, some are, are simply uh, uh, wrong. You know, they were misleading. Others are just factually wrong. And mm-hmm. uh, and on the economy, on, on the... Uh, on debt, and, 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 and on uh, sort of spending, and and national security, and so on, and and he, and he paints a contrast with with Trump, and those contrasts, those those, those uh, comparisons are wrong right? when you when you look at them, and and I guess you get away with it for two reasons. One is when you talk numbers with people, their eyes glaze over, and particularly, you know, when when you're hearing something for the you know first time, and you can wordsmith them so they, they sound differently, you get away with a lot of stuff. But they, so so a lot of numbers and things of that sort just go by people's minds and they, there's this assumption that you can't say those things without being fact-checked. Well, in the case of Biden and, and Democrats, it's totally different. Yeah. They know they're not going to be fact-checked by by the media. Yeah. And, and and this fourth state, you know, the you know, fourth Arm of government supposed to be the media that checks things. Absolutely, give them a pass, and they do it on the economy. They do it on on, on virtually every issue, knowing they're going to to, to get away with it. And uh, another another thing is people in our you know in our in our perceptions, we think, well, this is Biden speaking, and and you know he's an old guy, so he's makes an occasional gaffe, and, hey, that's old old lion Biden. You know, it's nothing new. He's done that all his life. But you understand, these, these, these pieces aren't written by, by Biden. They're written by, by you know, uh, Deese, Deese, and they're written by Ron Klain, and they're written by a whole host of, of people who, who are supposed to know better and who actually, uh, you know, are supposed to follow the details. And so these are not just casual errors; these are constructed fallacies. And 
And uh, it, it's a very, very sad commentary on the state of our media today. It's just absolutely horrendous. One observation, professors, that it's seemed to me, of course, uh, Joe, old Joe's known for plagiarizing. Well, did he plagiarize uh, Make America Great Again? It's like he took the template for American jobs and all these different things. <laughs> and he started, started saying it was almost like he was preempting uh, 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 President Trump's approach to, to solving the problems of the economy. Well, on one hand, you know, again, going back to the the Union address is, uh, you know, they, they throw up everything they can they can possibly throw up. It's supposed to, they're still playing the old, well, Joe the Uniter, and why can't we all get together and kumbaya, and then and then and then it'll switch in the next sentence to, you know, the, how, how how terrible Mega is and the Republicans and 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 uh, you know the you know that you know that horror show of you know, Republicans are, you know, going to kill grandma. You know, the, you know, the statement about Social Security and yeah. Medicare going by the wayside, which is, which is absolutely, you know, something, you know, he pulled out of his ear from a, from a proposal from Rick Scott that was talking about how, how all, all programs, federal programs should be not sunsetted, but they should be reviewed every, Few years to make sure that they're fiscally sound and they can be improved, and and and, and so uh, and there were occasions when you know these these comparisons that were made were so patently disingenuous that there was some booing and so on. And I think it's interesting to see how the media played that as as being disrespectful to this wonderfully somber occasion when the whole occasion was a farce. You know when. When you have a president standing up, the president of the country, standing up before the population, making bold-faced uh, accusations and bold-faced misrepresentations of facts, uh, the the whole decorum has is gone. You know, the State of the Union becomes nothing more than a, a propaganda farce, showing you know how deeply they have to reach. Into their into their bag to try to find something positive to say about what's happening in the country, and uh, it was such a sham. And 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 I don't think he got any mileage out of it. I think the rebuttal from Sarah, you know, Huckabee uh, uh, was 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 wonderful. And yep. and and uh, that's where we are. It's so true. I mean, I recall when uh, Obama gave his speech and somebody yelled liar and uh he was that that was just awful <laughs> you know you know the guy was uh actually censored if i'm not mistaken as a result of his behavior during the state of the union address well now in this particular state of the union they're yelling liar liar <laughs> so many so much that uh and it was just incredible i mean the decorum has changed so dramatically but it's i think biden brought it on himself he lies all the time well you know that it was interesting how you know, interesting yeah, maybe not the right word but you know the laughter and the groans when when he's talking about energy companies and he's talking about how these greedy companies are just ripping everybody off and not putting uh, money back into into refineries and into 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 oil production and you know and that's 
that's really a sick joke. And, and of course, they laughed and groaned when Biden correctly said, well, they they think that uh, why should we make investments when 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 we're going to eliminate uh, oil and, and eliminate their profits altogether? Essentially what he's saying. And, and that's actually true. I mean, why would why would they invest? And then he said, well, we're going to need oil for another 10 years. Well, no, Joe, I'm sorry about that. We're going to need oil for the next 100 years because mm-hmm. wind and solar aren't going to cut it. And all the electric vehicles that you're going to put on the grid are going to do nothing more than, than crash the grid and run up the cost of, of electricity to the point that people can't uh, power their lottery machines. How about, uh, you know, for example, uh, diesel trains and diesel trucks and all the things that make commerce go here in the United States? How's that all going to be replaced with windmills and sunbeams? Well, it's not even that. Of course it's that, but but uh, look at that. He says, well, the supply chain starts here. Well, tell that to the uh, you know, 80% or more of our rare earth materials, lithium, come from China for those electric vehicle batteries, not to mention the windmills. And, uh, and 80% of the cobalt comes from, from the Congo. And in both cases, they're being mined by, you know, slave labor and children and Uyghurs and you, you name it. Yeah. There's nothing environmentally uh, responsible about these things. And, and so the supply chain we're creating, he, he talked about how we're dominating, you know, we're going to, outcompete China. Well, he didn't mention that the trade trade de- deficit with China is is record high now. Right, and 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 uh, you know so it's such a sham. And it's 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 it, if it were simply an embarrassment, it would be one thing. What it is is really a travesty that that's that's terrifying in terms of both our competitive posture, our military posture, our economic posture, you name it. That's the State of the Union. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, this is this is going to be a big hole to dig out of. It certainly is. Uh, President Trump can't return soon enough, in my opinion. Again, Professor Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture. He mentioned his column. Uh, it's called, uh, it's in uh, Newsmax.com. It's called On Point. And I encourage you to read it. His latest is uh, Joe Biden, man. The joke's on us. Also, uh, his latest book, Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design uh, by Professor Larry Bell. Professor, really appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And Bob, I always enjoy it as well. Thank you so much. My pleasure, indeed. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. On Monday, we're going to visit with Mark Schulman, the founder and publisher of HistoryCentral.com. Larry Reed is the president emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. And Jim McTagg, former Barron's Washington Bureau chief and author of several murder mysteries, will be with us as well. Always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com, bobharden at hotmail.com. And if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. That's one of the ways we get the word out and support our advertisers. I hope you make it a great day and weekend on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste.
Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>